0: Hey, what's up, y'all? Just a quick heads up. You know, we all good and grown over here, so adult language might be on the way. Listener discretion is advised. hey what's up scribe tribe this is skylar here uh happy to be with you uh welcome to our i guess this will kind of be like our first um bottle episode so uh rob and mike could not be here today but we didn't want to go a week without giving you guys some 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 something new that you want right like you know what did they say or well, what did uh tim and Leah say like been a long time shouldn't left you Without a dopey step two, step two, step two, step two, step two, two. Sorry, I just went to like a whole other little thing. Anyway, they couldn't be here today, but we didn't want to leave you without any, any uh, another new episode. So I'm here to do, uh, like I said, our first bottle episode. So just me, going to be a little bit shorter today. Um Just full disclosure, I am very nervous right now uh i am not even though we just started the show i'm not used to being on the show by myself and i don't like talking about myself so (laughs) if you hear any nervousness or whatever um that's what that's uh i guess that's what that's about um but anyway bottle episodes for those that don't know a bottle episode is basically uh in television, it's a term for a television uh, episode. It's an inexpensively produced uh, elevi- uh, episode of television. Um, it's typically confined to like one room or like one setting. And the whole point of a bottle episode, uh, at least to my understanding, is to be like uh, uh, to be cheaper, right? So uh, some the reason they call it a bottle episode is because, like, you know, it's, it's the money for the episode, the budget is supposed to be like, uh, uh, Go through a bottleneck or whatever Right so that's what That's why they call it a bottle episode I guess it's like oh the budget went through A bottleneck and so we only spent a little bit The whole point is, is just be like you know Make it cheaper and maybe Some shows might do this because maybe A previous episode was like you know Big on effects or guest stars Or whatever it was like huge or maybe it was like a huge Like undertaking worldly thing so now they want to sort of bring things Smaller and more like localized bottle episodes do not have to be in one location but they often are in part because of the whole budget issue wanting to make them like smaller and you can google like some you know what are some examples of bottle episodes or like popular famous bottle episodes or whatever um one of the components of bottle episodes too before i forget is like um uh, characterization right so like because it's in a smaller space so it's like you know without all the bells and whistles you have a lot more time to like um uh talk about to like really dive deeper into a character or whatever it is that they're going through like the character and the story it's what's going to drive things more than say special effects or you know whatever whatever um i'm trying to like look at so you know just google um apparently some popular episodes are examples of bottle episodes are like the suitcase which is an episode of mad men uh teddy perkins which was an episode of uh uh atlanta uh and that was the one where <laughs> that was the one i think um where they were imitating uh, michael jackson uh episode uh, i think it was atlanta it was episode two i'm sorry episode season two episode six yeah and that was the one where um it's it's just it's a wild it's a wild ride it's a wild ride so i i can't even describe but yeah teddy perkins that's a great episode of as an example of a, a bottle episode y'all can hear me like rambling that's me being nervous anyway <laughs> um uh anyway so let's get into real quick some of the news and then we're gonna get into today's topic where uh speaking of uh bottle episodes and me just sort of speaking off the cuff by myself today's main topic is going to be um the vomit draft kind of like how i'm vomiting all over this uh, uh episode anyway news real quick so doo-doo-doo-doo, doo-doo-doo-doo, doo-doo-doo-doo. pretend that's some theme music all right so quick news uh britney spears's new uh uh um britney spears's new memoir mike is so much better at this part than i am britney Spears' new memoir uh has uh just been released and oh my gosh y'all it is like a total doozy uh i'm sure you guys have heard some of the clips from the audiobook read by the amazing actress michelle williams not jesse's child michelle williams although we love her um but actress Michelle williams one from dawson's creek she reads the audiobook. book but then of course there's been snippets all throughout in the media you can buy the book now i think the book is out it's out on audible um i think hardback paperback i don't know if it's on hardback but it's definitely out in stores uh it could be though anyway it's just uh it, it, she does an incredible job Brittany. um and i think she might have had a ghostwriter too or a writer helper i'm not i don't know but um does a great job of like sharing things from her perspective and what a lot provided a lot of context to a lot of things that people just didn't know. And if there's one takeaway, if if there's so many takeaways from that book, just from the excerpts that I've read and heard, but if there's one takeaway from that book, from her story, it is to offer people grace. Ask questions before um, you start to make judgments of people uh, because you never really know what's going on. You just see what you see. And I think it was Left Eye that had said once, like when you don't fill in the blanks for people, they fill in the blanks for themselves with whatever they want. And that's kind of what I think a lot of us um, have done with, in the case of Britney Spears and what we do with a lot of celebrities, but you know, you don't know them people. We don't know them people. Um, and if we're not trying to help, then we should like, you know, get out of the way. Um, so kudos, kudos to Britney. Hope the book is successful. I'm sure it will be Uber successful because she is amazing. And I, for one, am rooting for her. I've always been rooting for her. And yeah, um, that's you know, praise up for her because she's 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 an amazing, amazing um talent, an icon, and from best from what I can see outside looking in, that woman is a survivor and she's an amazing person. So um, other news, writers. Uh, it looks like the fellowships are back, and we might—Who knows? Maybe we'll do an episode on the fellowships. For those that don't know, there's like those fellow—the fellowships were like you know, different studios have them. It's think of it sort of like an apprenticeship program. You have to apply to get in. There's a lot of different. Each one has like different you know requirements. I think I told you guys, or we had told you guys, um a few weeks ago or episode or two ago that the Nickelodeon Writers Program was back. So that application is still open. So if you haven't applied and you're interested in applying for that, go ahead and do that. I think um, that's a full-time paid year-long writer in residence program. So uh, submissions are currently open right now. Um, The deadline for that is going to be, if you give me one second, I will find out, It is in three weeks. So you don't got a lot of time. The deadline for that is November 15th. So if you're interested in the paid Nickelodeon Writers Fellowship, deadline for that is November 15th. I think like 11.59 p.m. I think Um, that's the time. Uh, And then, but also Disney has announced that they are bringing back um, their writers program again this year. All these programs were put on hold for a little bit because of the writers' strike. Um, So that's why normally there's like a there's like a certain period of in each year where they all sort of stagger these out. But because of the strike, everything sort of like was up and things were put on hold. But now it looks like they're coming back. Um, But Disney, I believe that's another paid one as well. They just announced that their writers program is back and it's actually coming with some interesting additions to it, too. So as a part of the writers program, when you do your application, you can also apply for the um, FX Singleton Scholar Initiative. So that's an exciting new uh, new component to it. It's in honor of acclaimed writer, uh, producer, and director, John Singleton, who sadly passed away a few years ago. Uh, it creates a dedicated position within their writing and directing programs for creative. I'm reading from their website. Creatives pursuing their first staff writing and episodic directing television credits on an FX series you can check all that out, out the website just google disney uh, writers program or you can go to sites.disney.com slash uh c t d as in dog i as in igloo um uh yeah so yeah that's i believe that's paid as well um so yeah that's uh oh oh last bit of quick news it's uh this is breaking news from today sag after and the studios have delayed their meeting by a day that i think they're supposed to meet um on the 24th 24th or 25th um by a day as a um they're supposed to meet by then to talk about they're, they're getting back to the negotiating table but it looks like the studios offered the union uh a proposal and they um they both and the union wants uh, time to review that latest proposal, so they they push back their meeting by one day. Uh, we are sending um, good vibes to that union uh, president, Fran Drescher, um, newly reelected president Fran Dresher, if I'm not mistaken, and of course their awesome negotiating committee. Um, I think that the we think that the the secretary so they're doing a, a, a pretty good job. Um, so you know the union is unified the writers are standing right beside them uh, i'ma stick beside them uh, <laughs> um, it, folks in iotse that's an, another union here out here they're also throwing support so you know uh, uh, good luck to the writers or to the actors um union in their negotiations with the amptp that is the the collective for the studios um that represents the studios and hopefully they get a really good deal that is as good or better than the um, even though the writer's deal is like phenomenal. Um, but hopefully they get a deal that's as good or as or even better than for their actors as well, because they really deserve it. The writers deserve it. Um the the support staff deserve it, everybody deserves um more and better because we really are creating the quote unquote content that is making these that is making all these studios money um so anyway uh all right let's get into the media episode which is gonna be the main topic uh we're talking about vomit draft. oh i feel like i was supposed to do like a uh a uh music fake music intro so i'm gonna go main topic i don't i don't know y'all anyway uh, um vomit draft this is going to be oh i don't know if i said this earlier but this is going to be a shorter episode because as you can tell i don't like being here by myself (laughs) but vomit draft Uh, a vomit draft um you can think of it for those that don't know think of it as sort of like it's if you have like a first draft right your first draft is your first pass at trying to write whatever your thing is whether it's a script, a book, uh, 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 even a letter or an email, right? Your first draft, then you go back and you read it and you edit it. And you might go through two, three, four, five, however many revisions you need to go through as you pass it on for to review. A vomit draft, like a lot of times, a vomit draft is like, maybe you don't quite, you have an idea, but you don't quite know like what the structure is. Or you, maybe you're like having a case of like writer's block or you know whatever you know whatever it is uh right and you can't really do it a vomit draft is just you know what it's like screw it i'm gonna just go in here and just write something so and you just write it so there's there you don't worry about structure you don't worry about formatting hell you don't even worry about grammar and 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 spelling and all of that it is a vomit draft so it's just to get everything that's or get what's inside of you, out of you, and onto the page, right? You're not trying to make it good. If you if you end up with some gems from that, then great. But that's not the goal. You're not writing this to be good. Think of a drama, vomit draft as like the in-between step between a um, – uh, like your note, your pre-work, right? So, like, if your pre-work is like your research um, and your notes, and like maybe even your outline, and then you have your first draft. Think of your vomit draft as like that half step in between those two things, or like maybe this or the step between those two things, right? So, uh, a lot of people they really hate a lot of writers, like they looking at that blank page with that little clicker uh you know thing when you you're writing something on the screen and it's like that just it unnerves them the vomit draft is your opportunity to sort of get those thoughts down on your thoughts at least on paper and then you can come back to it whenever and then you say okay now i'm going to start my first draft and now you're not staring at a blank page now you're not you know now you can look at this and be like huh okay, now what was I doing here? Okay, well, wait a minute. Maybe like it gives you something to sort of like maybe start to edit, but you're not even like fully edit, just editing. You're now you're making your first draft. You're making it make sense. Again, your vomit draft is not meant to be good. You're Most of the times, unless you've made an agreement to send it to somebody, which by the way, I don't want to say never because maybe there's some random situation I can't think of. But like you will never send your drama draft to like a studio or to um, uh, an agent or something to review or for staffing or anything like that. Like that's just not what that is for. Again, this is the work before you do your first draft. So, um, again, doesn't have to be coherent, doesn't have to have typos doesn't have to or can have typos doesn't have to be grammatically correct you know you just if we if we just be in you know just being 100 you just don't give a damn you don't give a fuck like this is that's what a vomit draft is it is to get it on the page and that's it nothing else okay um you can do this with anything an email you can do this with a letter. You can do this in like i guess like a journal if it's just for you right like it's like it's whatever it's just to get them thoughts out um it it again, everybody doesn't need to do it you it you know you can if you want to, but you don't have to um but it can be something to help you maybe get like unstuck and it doesn't even have to be like from the beginning of your story too it could be like you get stuck in the third act okay well let's do a vomit draft of your third act or i'm stuck on this scene all right let's do a let's do a a vomit draft of this of this scene so you know it just helps so you get some things uh some benefits of the vomit draft gets things out of your head you know like i said gets those ideas out um it can definitely help you like let's say you have a deadline or something and you just can't again that writer's block is getting you a vomit draft can really help you sort of push things along and then you can like sort of edit from there so if you have a deadline and you just can't concentrate can't focus can't get anything and you need to do something you can try a vomit draft um it also helps you make like maybe like understand your story a little bit better so like sometimes we might have like the bones of a story but we're like i don't really how does this work or like does this like i'm not sure how to do this vomit draft you can figure out the rest later like it's it's it really is a good tool for you but again for for it can be a good tool for you again it's not going to work for everybody everybody doesn't use have the same process um but like it's again you know if it works for you great if it doesn't that's also great it's fine try something else but at least it's something another thing you can use um, and you also can feel no guilt about it, you know. Looking at that first draft, trying to get that done, you might feel self conscious or whatever. But with the vomit draft, nah, just get just get that shit out the way. That's all you really got to do. Um, and I really think that's pretty much all I got to say on vomit drafts. Um, again, if you uh, if you like, let us know if you have. Uh, oh, oh. Really quick too before I forget your, about your vomit draft. It's not supposed to take a long time. Right? You are literally just right, you just keep writing it. You don't have to do it all in one sitting if you don't want to. But like this is again, you ain't thinking about it. You just putting the words on the page. Don't have to make sense. It doesn't have to to be much of anything. You're just writing it. Um so yeah. So just get to, get just get it out. You know, you're not take you don't need to take a week on this. Just, you know, sit, do it be done go get something to eat watch tv whatever um until so you can come back and actually put more work into it to sort of put it work this through into an actual draft of something um and again you, you can use it for your first before your first draft you can use it in the middle of a draft you can use it for anything new scene you can't figure out a chapter uh, a screenplay whatever it is right book screenplay television episode you know whatever it is you want to do um, but anyway, yeah, that is the vomit draft. Cause you know, you're just throwing it all up on the page if that analogy wasn't already clear to you. All right. Well, I guess all I got for this uh model episode for you guys. So thank you guys so much. Uh thank you all for so much for um being with uh me today. Um hopefully Mike and Rob will be back uh in next week so that we can um, not, y'all don't have to listen to me ramble on and on by myself. Um, and yeah, until next time, Scribe Tribe, thank you guys. Happy writing, keep writing. And yeah, don't forget to follow us on the socials. Um, you can follow, uh, if you want to email the show, you can email us at podcast at gmail.com. Again, that's podcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, uh on twitter we are at scribe tribe pod again that scribe tribe pod go ahead and send us a message follow us uh like us retweet us all of that stuff yes we still call it twitter and and that's just the way it's going to be um and then on on instagram you can also follow us on insta um scribe tribe podcast um and then yeah for me you can follow me on social at skylar the writer on twitter and youtube again as of now there's nothing on that youtube page but you know skylar the writer um you can also follow me on instagram at skylar the writer that's da um because someone else already has that name there uh and also on tiktok skylar the writer skylar da writer um and as far as mike and rob i don't know all their handles off top of my head but you can follow um rob on twitter at rob the music man that's rob d a music man on one word he'll come he comes up as phil good md get it dr phil good that's whatever rob <laughs> but <laughs> rob the music man on twitter and you can follow mike on twitter as well as i have to win um again that's i have to win and that's um mike's screen name i believe on twitter and also on instagram Uh, as well so um, oh and and, uh, Rob's Instagram is Phil P-H-I-L underscore good G-O-O-D-E underscore M-D again Phil underscore good with an E underscore M-D again Dr. Phil good (laughs) That's, that's him anyway Uh, Yeah so thanks again and we'll catch you guys Back here next week Peace